Hey, what's going on, parents? Welcome back to another edition of Teenager Tuesday. Happy last week of May. Woohoo! June is right around the corner, halfway Summer. through the year. Almost. That happened quick. We're getting there. We're getting there. We're getting there. Uh, <laughs> Longest, shortest year of my life. <laughs> yeah. Isn't it kind of weird how like time quickly goes? And the older, apparently the older you get, the faster it goes. Oh, I have a theory and I'll oh. say it quickly because okay, I yes. want to get to the cut today. <laughs> but my theory is that the when, when we're five years old, one year is a fifth of our life. But when you're 50, one year is not is not really that like I feel like we we just accumulate more, so it's a less of a percentage of our life. Write that down, you guys. Put That's that in your theory. journals. I have, Will's theory. Theory. Yeah. Theory. 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 I got one of them theories. Oh, that was a good one. Mary, <laughs> <laughs> uh, again, uh, thank you for joining us again. Yeah. Uh, parents, if you missed part two, go go back. Part one. Liz, or sorry. Part one. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. Go back, uh, listen to that to, to part one because we're going to build off of that. Yeah. And if you haven't met Mary before, you recognize her voice because she is the online campus pastor here. Yes, there's no greater um, compliment than someone knowing your voice. Yeah, I had somebody at a Starbucks. I was talking to someone on the phone. I hung up and they turned back and I thought I recognized I that voice you. from the loop, from like the yeah. announcement videos. <laughs> I love that. It's like, oh, yeah. Oh, hey. It's it's special, yeah. I think. It's, it's <laughs> kind of funny, you know? Just, we're just regular people and then we're in a video. Anyways. We're yeah. famous. So famous. <laughs> we're on the no, big screen. Yeah, so famous. No. Um, well, hey, Mary, uh, we're here and uh, we're, we're kind of talking about uh, kind of a heavier, heavier topic, uh, abuse. Yeah. And we talked last week it's more than just physical, and you kind of touched on like, man, all abuse can be uh, kind of put under this umbrella of emotional abuse. Yeah, and uh, kind of gave some examples, and so we want to kind of build off of that. And honestly, how all of us listening too, this isn't just a teenager thing, but and I had a few like relationships jump in my mind of like friendships and dating ships yeah. and, and that kind of thing. <laughs> what what is it that like, how do we get to this point how, for parents listening? You know, yeah. they have a teenager in an in a unhealthy friendship. Well, how, do they, how, how do they even get into that? Well, and I think uh, there's probably a lot of answers to that. There's a lot of little things that happen in our lives, whether it's how we grew up, things like that. But I think that there are some specific things that, like I mentioned, I mentioned in the other video, how I walked through abuse myself. And I notice these things, and when I notice these things, I realize, oh my gosh, this is happening everywhere. Hmm. What if we could pinpoint these things? And, and there are things that we're doing unaware. So we're doing these things habitually and not realizing that they're harmful, which yeah. is classic human yeah. being behavior there. <laughs> yeah. And so it's like but, we all eat fried chicken. Yeah. But we all know it's not <laughs> we good know for it's us. Not good for but us. It tastes good. <laughs> but everyone likes it. So here we yeah. go. <laughs> but I think that there are things that we do that are um, perpetuating this mm. and and reinforcing this. And whenever I walked through my own healing and I went to regeneration here at Hope. Yeah. And that was super helpful. So yeah. And honestly if you have a student send them to student region. If that's yeah. something where they're like, hey, you notice and y'all have a conversation, send them there. But yeah. maybe yourself, go there and starting it with you and really walking through that yourself because yeah. it all starts in the home, doesn't it? Does, it? Yeah. Like so yeah. much of what we do, so many of those patterns, yes. um, they start in the home. But this was one of the things that was revolutionary to me and that I wish I was taught. And when I learned it, even when I just first started learning it, I was like, oh, Oh my gosh. And it was something I actually learned in a self-defense class in college. So oh, fun yeah. story, really quick. Okay. Um, went to self-defense in college, thought I was going to learn how to put people in a headlock. I did, and I could 
right oh, now. I don't. Hurt me. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the biggest thing I learned was learning um, some of these basics and it kind of boiled down to boundary confusion. Huh. One of the things we were taught, this is like such a funny thing that what? I like to tell people about, I, but <laughs> what? Well, I'm just like, I would think, yeah, the first lesson is like, here, this is how you, you get a think, headlock. right? Yeah. Um, one of the biggest lessons was how to say no, but they would have us stand on a baseline. I told you, I think I might've shared this story with you on a baseline. Yes. <laughs> we had to... Now, if you know me, you know, this was very hard for me. We had to, I hope that, I hope that camera's looking right at me right now. (laughs) Stop, stay back. You had to like shout. You cannot smile. Like you have to exert your, what you want, you know, which is, it's difficult Hmm. at times. And so, and I think especially in abusive situations, the problem is we have this boundary confusion. So some of the things we learned in that class was that, and that's actually when I was like, oh, I'm in a, an abusive situation. Huh. That was my first time. Yeah. And for years, I knew I was in an abusive situation and was learning how to navigate that. Because hmm. some of them you can't so easily escape from. Yeah, yeah. And so boundary confusion is basically this. And we talk about this at Hope Fellowship um, with, and re-engage and, and maybe you'll hear it on with some of the staff. I can't remember where else maybe we've had this conversation about boundaries, but we say, Draw a circle around yourself. Yeah. In other words, I'm responsible for my thoughts, feelings, actions. Yeah, it's yeah. huge in re-engage. Yeah. And, and in a marriage, for you, if you're in a marriage, like that's this is just 101 of of growing up, maturing, and being a healthy individual. Yeah. Draw a circle around yourself. And what what that means even beyond that, I think, is knowing where I end and you begin. Yeah. Um, and so hmm. I've learned to say, okay, where is it where someone says, come this far, but no further? Yeah. And I didn't have that in my own situations. I thought, and you see this in sexual abuse and physical abuse, when you're physically, that boundary, that's an obvious physical boundary, right? But it gets crossed (laughs) and it confuses people. And so I think it's so important to have clear boundaries, understand what that looks like, but it is not simple. Yeah, no, no, it's not. And it, it probably feels so, when you were in that class, it probably felt so awkward because you're standing in a room, nobody is actually like attacking you nope. or something. And you're just shouting, yep. stop, stay over there. Stop, and, like, stay back. Doing these big hand motions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, but I mean, if something ever came up because you practiced standing up for yourself there, you'd be much more inclined to react in that way to stand up for yourself yeah. there. Yeah. So even, even a takeaway for parents from this would be maybe you work with your student on standing up for themselves emotionally, physically, and yeah, it's going to be funny and and Mm -hmm. feel awkward. Yeah. But man, you're being, you're helping them be preemptive and knowing how to react to to that situation when it comes up. Yeah. And I think um, because I am a girl and speaking as a girl, um, this is uniquely difficult, I think, um, at least from my perspective is, you know, you hear girls and um, they'll be like, no, (laughs) You know, Uh because we are, you know, have you heard the quote, um, we teach young boys to be brave and young women to be perfect. And so we tend to navigate our lives in a way where we're accommodating everybody, never ourselves. And so we're constantly, um, we smile like that because we feel we have to, because we don't want to hurt your feelings. Uh, Like the uh the girl in the the last one, yeah, Yeah. in the last video, go check it out. (laughs) Lots of promo for the last video. Yeah. Um, She felt bad because she said no, because she's, that's Hmm. boundary confusion. Yeah. To the max. Yeah. And 
like there's probably a lot of people that maybe they didn't they didn't know what their boundaries should be. Yeah. And they like oh young men, young women, like young guys get get picked on and they think, oh, this is just how guys are. But but yeah. it's it's too far. You know, it's not just mm-hmm. like fun, making fun, like poking fun or whatever, but it's, or even they don't even say like, hey, that really hurt my feelings. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It hurts. It hurts everyone, I think, when there's a lack of boundary understanding. And what I want to say to the parents, especially is boundaries matter and yeah. they are important. And so in a minute, I'm going to kind of share an example, um, but I don't want it to sound as if I'm saying boundaries don't matter. Like, yeah. like, or like you shouldn't put boundaries on your kids yeah. in certain ways. As teenagers grow up, boundaries change. So you yeah, might have do. to have stricter boundaries when they're younger, you yeah. know, like there are certain things, but those have to evolve so that we can empower and not yeah. control yeah. and teach them how to be mature adults and grow. Yeah. Because um, we don't want them constantly having to rely on someone else putting a boundary for them. Yeah. Really, it's not to not have boundaries is to teach them to set their own boundaries. Right, yeah. And so I think that that's really huge. So an example, um, and again, speaking as a woman, and I think uh, there's a little bit of a responsibility that I have to do that. Um, And I want to hear your perspective as well, being a guy, because I think that it's important, um, that kind of perspective. But something that we're told as women is how to dress, how to talk, and what to post. So a lot of times, um, these boundaries, so that circle, we tell young women specifically, especially in Christian culture, that their circle's bigger than it is. Hmm. So draw, don't just draw a circle around yourself, draw a circle around everybody in this room, that guy over there. I am now and, responsible yeah. for what they do. Yeah. And even if it's what they do to me. And so that that can cause some major damage. So boundary is important, yeah. teaching them to to cultivate their, their own boundaries, but yeah. we go after the things about how they dress, how they talk, what they post. Yeah. Um, and those are important things. I, I would say they're, they matter yeah. big time. Yeah. Um, but we go after them and we try and force them rather than cultivate them. Mm-hmm. And we're teaching them what to do, not how to be. Yeah. And um, there's a couple results that I think that come from that. One, is over responsibility. Mm. Um, that was what happened to me, <laughs> and um, or rebellion. Yeah, and yeah. I'm going to dress what what the way I want. I'm going to do the yeah. things I want. And not that that's the appropriate response a, t- a teenager should have, but it's an understandable response when a boundary's been crossed. Mm-hmm. And so I think we have to define those boundaries, understand those boundaries, yeah. and empower our kids to understand. Okay, our kids. Like I have a kid. <laughs> They are our kids, kids. Um, but we have to teach, we have to teach them to, um, we need to go after their, their, their teaching them to cultivate a faith because it's inside out, not outside in. So I think that's what happens with boundaries is we try and go after the outside Mm -hmm. and think it's going to change the inside and really just going to (laughs) revolt. You know, we got to go after the heart. Hey, are you spending time with Jesus? Like what, what are the things that matter most? Let's go after that. Whenever I came to know Jesus it changed literally everything. Yeah. And then I started changing the way I acted, yeah. things I did, things I watched, things I said, the what I wore. All of that changed because it was a choice I was making because I was in love with Jesus. Yeah. And I think that that's what we have to look for, especially when we're trying to get our kids to act and be a certain way. We can't change that all the time, but we can teach them to know Jesus. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah I love that. Well, and all this all this talk on boundaries, uh, you had a great suggestion. Um, a, a book by John Townsend and Henry Cloud, mm-hmm. uh, The Boundaries with Teens. Yeah. And uh, for anybody listening or watching, the first three people that shoot me an email, I would love to give you a copy of yes. this. All you have to do is email me at uh, wperry at hopefellowship.net, wperry at hopefellowship.net. We want to resource you um, on this. And if there's any way, you know, conversations come up and you're like, hey, this came up and we have no idea how to navigate it. We want to do this with you. We want yeah. to, you, you can message Mary on Instagram, Mary yes, Bag of Donuts. Yes, Mary Bag of Donuts. <laughs> uh, uh, you can email her. Uh, you can message us at Hope. Like uh, We say this every week, but we mean this with our with our heart. And Amanda, the reason that we started doing this parent podcast is because you can do this and you're not alone doing this. Yeah. You can do this. You're not alone. God is with you. And so are we. Yeah. Have a great week. Yeah.